All right, we are here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very, very first episode of Idas or of Campaign One of Idas. Welcome to everyone in chat and welcome to everyone listening in. My name is Onion and I will be the Dungeon Dat Master for this adventure. Now, before we go around and introduce everyone and they say hi to you guys, there's a couple things that I've got to talk about. All right, so checking if all the audio is fine, all the audio is fine. So, all right, once again, my name's Onion. I'll be the Dungeon Master and I have a couple announcements for all of you. First of all, welcome to anyone who is either listening in or to anyone who is watching right now. Uh, it means a lot that you have chosen us and that you are here to uh, welcome and participate in this journey uh, along with these fellow fellow streamers and friends uh, that we have here. Now, for those watching this live, all episodes of this campaign will be available on YouTube and on podcast platforms like Spotify and Google Podcasts. The link for the YouTube can be found in the chat room and the podcast links will be provided as soon as they are available. Now, for those watching this on YouTube or listening in through any of the other platforms, every episode is live streamed at twitch.tv slash unpopular underscore onion every Saturday at 9.30 p.m. GMT plus one or 8.30 p.m. Western European time. And also, very important thing, the character art for all of this campaign, or, well, the character art so far, has been done uh, by Treshtoons. And you can go ahead and follow him at twitch.tv slash Treshtoons. That's T-R-E-S-H for those uh, watching. Or you can find his link in Twitch chat with exclamation mark art. Now, I am done with all the announcements here. So... Let's introduce the players, shall we? Let's begin with our trained professional, uh, Fish, if you don't mind introducing yourself and introducing um, and talking a little bit about yourself. Go ahead. Hello, I'm Fish, also known as Your Mother is a Fish. And I'm pretty much a single player variety streamer. I play a bunch of games uh, and I have a lot of fun, yeah. All right, and what is the name of the character you're playing? I'm playing as Sagarin Bladium. All right. Awesome. She's playing the halfling rogue. Now, following up on that, our animator in chief, Estera, please, if you don't mind uh, introducing yourself so that we recognize your voice. Uh, so, hi, guys. I'm Estera. I've been playing D&D in this channel before. Uh, I don't stream. I just make videos and all that because Onion likes it. And... I'll be playing Azizel Noahali in this campaign. All right, complicated name. You can call him Az or Ass. It's up to you. Uh, or Zizi, sure. Um, anyway, next up, Total Chaos Madam herself, Mizzy Peasy, if you don't mind introducing yourself and name your character, please. Hello, uh, my name is Mizzy, <clears throat> or Mizzy Peasy on Twitch.tv. And uh, I play Souls and indie games, and um, I'll be playing Tunalasia Meadowfalls, uh, also known as Tuna. Uh, I'm a fairy. All right, Pog, thank you very much. 
And now lastly, but not least for sure, which if you don't mind introducing yourself and naming your character, please go ahead. Hi, my name is Witchama. You can find me on Twitch or any other social media. <laughs> I'll be playing as uh, Syndra, and that's pretty much it. All right, there you go. Twitch.tv slash witch underscore Sama, uh, if you wish to follow her. Now that all the player introductions are done and we're done with the boring marketing ad part, I think we can move into the story. What say you, fellow yes. adventurers? Yes, yes. All right. Yes. Check <clears throat> your volumes on once together and let us properly begin. Just adjust something. All right. You guys ready? I think so. All right. Idas, an ancient world created amidst an eternal conflict between primordial forces within the universe. A place where life thrived, in which death touched where mortals ascended to godhood and the home to our story. Within this world, there are three continents. Emot, a mountainous, rocky, and frigid place where colossal beings once walked, leaving their mark on the earth. Ipsa, a more tropical land with rainforests and jungles that cover the sunlight, teeming with fervorous life. And finally, and most relevant to our adventure, Kaifam. Kaifam is a continent with a rich and convoluted history, home to many different cultures. According to ancient legend, dragons were the first creatures to awaken in Idas, and many of them made Kaifam their own. Magnificent creatures that arose from the source itself, designed to hold within them great energy and the strongest form of life. They ruled over Kaifam 8,000 years ago, and under their guidance, the younger races would evolve and blossom. Some would flourish under the watchful eye of their peaceful draconic leaders. Others would burst from the shackles of their winged tyrants. This was the case for the first ever rebellion against this ancient rule, led by humans 2100 years ago, who banded together and formed the first city that then grew to become the Kingdom of Herskellen, where our story will unfold. It is a kingdom marked by a long-lasting dynasty of kings and queens that traces back to the first rebels, a kingdom that has changed and adapted over the course of time, welcoming more people, welcoming faith through the ascension of one of their own to godhood, and welcoming the arcane through alliances with Karej Imaz, the elven kingdom to the east. Due to its longevity, Herskellen has gone through great inner turmoil, resulting in a civil war 350 years ago, where the paladins of Rauno, god of righteousness, the only allowed worship in the kingdom, fought against a dangerous group of mages, called Hyla Dauda, who wanted to break faith and usher in a new age of arcane enlightenment, ridding the world of all devout. In the end, the mages were defeated 
but with the help of another mage society called the Galder Valid, who only wished to teach magic and use it to help those in need. Through this, peace was achieved, but a scar was left. The more faithful foster an underlying fear of those who wield the arcane, even if the king himself holds such people close to him. But this story is not that of kings and archmages, at least not yet. And so it begins much smaller, in the humble mining town of Brunswick, on the eleventh day of the month of Isel. <clears throat> now, as the sun crests over the many hills of the plain plains of the Great Green, its light rudely bursts through the window of a small room attempting to forcefully pull the eyes of a young halfling open. Fish, if you don't mind describing your character, please, and how she responds to this intrusion upon her sleep. So, Sagarin is a little halfling. Uh, she has her hair shaved on the sides and wears the spiky side bangs. She wears a lot of straps around the body, so she can just hold a lot of uh, useful objects, such as daggers, traps, and uh, lockpicking tools. And she has this sleeveless cape as well. Uh, she wears very uh, brownish, dark clothes in order to stay stealthy. And with this light uh, that she has, she kind of wants to say still asleep, so she rolls over to the other side where she's sleeping. And what happens when she rolls over? <clears throat> Ow! What? What? What are you doing? You're here? Well, well it was cold. It, uh, you are so warm. How am I supposed to know there's a freaking small fairy suddenly sleeping right next to me? I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, I have fire. Didn't you, you know, didn't you feel it? <laughs> no, you're pretty tiny. Like, really, really tiny. <laughs> and as, as you say this, a little ferret is also completely squashed. And you see the, the little head and the paws, like, kind of underneath Sagarin. And you just hear... Oh my god, Bob! Come here, Bob! And he finally manages to squeeze on through and head towards um, his his little uh, companion here, uh, Tuna. Now, Mizzy, if you don't mind introducing us to your character and describing a little bit of Tuna for us, please. Okay, so Tuna is, uh, is a fairy. Um, and um, she, she's tiny, uh, since she's a fairy. Um, and she is very awkward, um, but very cute. Uh, she has uh, really long hair, uh, blue and purple, um, and she has a tiny dress, also purple, which has um, um, 
kind of um, burning ends. Uh, and uh, yeah, pretty much that. And she has a very playful face, a very, very, how, how do I say, friendly, a very friendly face. All right. So as that happens, uh, Bob goes goes to you and starts wrapping himself around you. He's pretty much like, he's not your size. You're a little bit bigger than him, uh, but he's pretty close to your size. So it looks like you just have a very large dog with you. And he kind of just wraps himself around you and just goes <laughs> and looks at Sagrin very sort of scaredly. Oh my God, come here, Bob, come here. Okay, okay, it's fine. She, she didn't mean it. She didn't mean it. She was asleep. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Say sorry to him. No. I was asleep. And I She's still want to sleep. She's rude. It's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll give you a snack later. All right. As you guys are talking, you hear the noise of movement uh, downstairs. Uh, you are sleeping in this sort of like tiny room, uh, Sagarin, that was, uh, was pretty much given to you so that you don't have to sleep uh, with with the other uh, people who are underneath, the other workers that sleep in this building of the mines. Now, this building is reserved for those who are prisoners and work here. Uh, so you, you do hear some movement underneath. Um, so, what do you guys do? I think uh, since it's day, uh, we should just go outside. Uh, I, I gotta work. <laughs> yeah. Tuna, do you want to hop in? Into my pocket. Yeah. Let's go. One Bob. more day. Yeah. All right. And I you gotta, stay, you gotta stay quiet as always. Okay. Okay. No worries. All right. You see, Bob just nervously moves close to Sagrin, and then just wraps around her leg and climbs up into into her pockets, into the pockets of her jacket. Um, all right. So. As you, you take a little moment to freshen up, you know, there's some water and probably a pee bucket somewhere uh, for you to pee in it. Uh, you know, no bathroom. This is, we're talking cheap place here. Um, so as you sort of exit the door, um, you are, you know this, this place since you have slept here for uh, quite a few days now. Um, ahead of you lies sort of uh, this big hallway and right in front, there's the door towards the desk of the foreman uh, of the mine, the mines, or the I should say the office of the foreman. Uh, and then to the right, you have the stairs to go underneath where uh, all the, the prisoners uh, usually sleep in this sort of like very large common place where there's just beds. Uh, it's just like bedrolls and uh, some, some stand-up wooden beds that are a little bit better, but uh, it's, everything's pretty trashy. What do you do? I'm just in her pocket, so... Yeah, you control both. You control both now, fish. I can control everyone. I'm so happy. <laughs> so, uh, I'll go to... I'll go knock the foreman's um, door. Alright. You knock. To wait a few seconds. No answer. Okay. So, do I have a door to exit? Yeah, you can go downstairs and exit down the where e all the the all people the that work yeah work through. This yeah, is. So I'll you, go down then. You go. All right. Mm -hmm. um, so as you go downstairs, you die. Uh, so you go downstairs. The prisoners are already uh, all getting up. 
um, and they they are starting to to head outside. And um, as you walk outside of of the miners' housing, this this building, this wooden building that you're in, um, you feel a slight chill down your spine as the cold morning breeze hits you. It is a pretty cold and, and slightly windy morning uh, as you see these sort of like the, the drier patches of grass that still cling onto the gray rocky terrain uh, around the mine sway with the wind. Uh, you see that there are workers already heading inside of the mines, uh, but you also see uh, the foreman uh, of the mines, George Maxwell, uh, who you now who you now know, He's sort of like a very, very thick individual, uh, old, uh, full-on bald, with a thick sort of gray mustache connected to like equally thick mutton chops. Um, and he's like covered in dirt uh, and, and is pretty much just wearing these, these very raggedy clothes. Uh, he's already sort of directing people um, towards, towards the mines. Um, and as he spots you uh, exiting out, uh, he sort of looks at you and addresses you. <clears throat> Good morning, Sagrin. Uh, you're late. The sun's already been up for at least, like, 30 seconds. Can you explain why you're late, please? Uh, yeah. Uh, my stomach wasn't very happy. Happy. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you've got, my you've got the shits. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Right. Uh, well, uh, just doesn't matter. Go go on and start getting the rations and the water ready for the all of the miners. Uh, and make sure you wash your hands. Or don't. Whatever. Yes, sir. And he kind of just goes back to talking to the other the other miners and, and sort of directing them. And just as you, you are heading, this is on the other building. There are sort of two buildings uh, in the mines. The other one's slightly larger, uh, and it is uh, the storage building. Um, in here, this is where usually they store uh, the, um, the materials that they mine uh, and prepare them to be then picked up um, to be taken for trade. So as you begin heading in that direction, you notice something. Uh, sort of coming uh, on the road uh, or, or through the road into this this sort of area just outside the mines uh, and heading straight for um, George, there are three prisoners being escorted. You see them uh, in shackles and already um, beginning to talk with, with George uh, along with uh, two guards that are accompanying um, these uh, these prisoners and they're already talking to George and uh, in the process of removing the shackles uh, so that uh, they can begin working. So, what do you do? Can I spot any kind of food? Where you are right now, no, but inside the building, for sure there is food. They store the rations in there as well as long uh, uh, as well as the water and the the mining materials. Okay, so it's my place where mm -hmm. I work, and okay, so I'll go there. All right. So you enter the building, um, and you know, sort of, there's immediately to the left, as a little bit forward and to the left, there are stairs that lead down into the area where they store um, the mining materials. Um, and just to the right, there is um, sort of this 
it's sort of a kitchen, you know, there's like, there's some shit in there that kitchens have, like an oven, you know, it's, it's pretty shitty, uh, and there's like a big table, uh, and no one's there, you've been, you've been sort of handling this job for, for yourself for a while, there's also like a, another door that leads into, um, the little storage where the remaining rations and the water and everything is kept, um, Usually the preparation is simple. You just grab like some some hard tack those like, you know shitty Fucking cookies, you know, and and you put them in a bag and that's one ration um, So I'll, yeah, I'll just put one hand on outside the pocket and say I, I want bread bread I know tuna. I know we gotta eat <laughs> Just a, a little bit more than yesterday, please Okay, okay Thank you <laughs> <laughs> I'll do this to the pocket. Okay. Oh, you, you, all see, <laughs> you also sense a little more like movement around your pockets when at the mention of bread, as you sense Bob also turning around and going. <laughs> he, he wants bread too. Bob wants bread. I'll ignore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what do you do? Uh, I'll go get food. Yeah. All right. You walk into the room. Um, it's just it's again pretty shitty conditions. There's just there's uh, ripped off bags. There's rations on the floor. Uh, the water is not even covered in 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 some of the barrels. Uh, there is bread. However, bread is the higher end of food at this moment. Um, so you've gotta you gotta be careful. Uh, with your consumption of bread, it is stale, and some of it does have a little bit of the greens uh, popping out of it. Um, so yeah, what are you doing? What are you grabbing? So we have bread, we have water, and the cookies. Yeah, the shitty cookies. The shitty cookies. So I'll go get the shitty cookies. All right. It's not suspicious. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll uh, break one of them in half. Okay. Uh, I don't know how big they are. They're Actually, they're half, they're, they're like about this this okay, size. Okay, so about like uh, a hand. Yeah. More or less. Okay. A, a little so... bit bigger than your hand. I'm sorry. Okay, your hand then. Yeah. I'll I'll break uh one into half. Mm-hmm. And then one of the halves into another half. So we have one half into uh, quarters. Okay. And I'll give one quarter to Tuna, one qu quarter to Bob, and half for me all right because we're all tiny oh, yes. we don't need much food so yeah i, I wanted bread but okay uh as you give it to bob he begins like nibbling on it what? and just throws the cookie away come on bob it's the only thing we have eat it shut up <clears throat> you would know tuna that bob does not need to eat because he is a familiar He's just being a dick. If I don't care. <laughs> he crawls down the leg, goes grab the little piece and crawls back up the leg and begins eating it. And I'll just eat. Yeah. Alright. And now, Sagrin. And now I say, uh, Tuna, uh, be sure not to leave any kind of crumbs on my pocket. Okay, thank I, you. I can't promise, but I will try. 
Okay. So now I start to uh, do my work. All right, you're working. Nice. Like, All right. Really fast. Um, as fast as possible. So uh, I'm gonna have you do the first roll. Um, actually, you're gonna roll twice. The first roll is going to be an intelligence check. Just okay. straight intelligence, please, for me. Intelligence. Nice. Five. Uh, and now, for your speed, please roll a dexterity check. Just a regular dexterity. <sighs> Eleven. All right, that is okay. actually not bad. Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, so, as you are sort of preparing all of the rations, you're doing this like sort of in a rush, uh, and you know you need to to get at least you know thirty or or forty of them ready for now for this section of your shift, and you're doing this pretty fast, and it, it takes you about uh, I would say like ten to fifteen minutes. Uh, of just running back and forth and grabbing stuff and uh, of Bob just being annoying um, and you and you ma you do manage to do it however you can't be sure that any of the workers that do eat your rations will not have a serious case of the big pooping uh, when else whenever uh, this this ends because maybe you there were some sour cookies or some like stale bread that has you know it's probably in there somewhere uh, so at least one or two are gonna probably end up with issues, um, which is which is pretty nice because you are also responsible of, of cleaning the facility. So you'll have to deal with it yourself eventually. Uh, so you're signing off your own sentence, um, but you do manage to prepare everything. And if you want, you just have to drop it outside on a cart, and there's someone that will uh, will. Uh, sort of lead it out for you while you do uh, the remaining duties which is pretty much just cleaning everything and making sure that the spaces are are ready to be used uh what is your choice what are you doing when will someone enter the building do i have that information um usually on the, on this building there are people constantly going in back and forth um but in the morning you're you're pretty early in the morning. Right now, it's pretty safe. It's usually just you in here. Um, and in the first few days uh, since you have begun began working here, George was sort of keeping an eye on you. But right now, he seems to have gained. Uh, you seem to have gained a little bit of his trust. So uh, you are alone in the building. Okay, so I'll drop the things outside, so that mm -hmm. that's done with. Okay, I'll go mm -hmm. and I come back, and then I'll go check. The stairs you go downstairs yeah all right uh so as you go as you go down um the, the, the stairs actually is quite impressive they go quite a bit underneath the ground um and roll an intelligence check for me another one <laughs> okay i hope it's better 12. yeah you do know that the material that is mined here is called Null Ore. Um, and Null Ore sort of deactivates any magic that is uh, around it. 
Um, it, it works pretty much as an anti-magic uh, material that is very, very important for the Kingdom of Erskellen. And the place where you are right now, these mines in Brunswick, um, are very, very important uh, to the Kingdom itself because this is one of the largest Null Ore mines, and it is the only one in the north, um, in the northeastern section of the Kingdom. And you figure that it is buried very deep underneath to not affect anything outside it's sort of like uranium you know you just pump it really deep underneath the earth and just hope that nobody touches it this is kind of what is happening with the null ore um and as you go down you come into this sort of bigger room uh that has pretty much nothing in it other than like a a, a table and a chair um and on that chair you see a guard sort of asleep, but very deep asleep, with a, with a spear, kind of like rocking back and forth and just snoring. Stale bread. <clears throat> what do you do? So the, the, the ore is around him? The ore would be in the door, the, in the doors that he is guarding, pretty much. Okay, so the doors are closed. The doors are closed, yes. Um, Tuna, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. So, uh, yeah, I kind of want to steal some stuff. Will you help me out? Of course. We're okay. friends. <laughs> okay, Tuna. Thank you. Right. So, I'll start going very quietly to the door. And see oh, if are I can you? Open the door. Yes. Roll the stealth check for me, please. Natural one, natural one, natural one, natural one, natural one, natural one. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> 18. Nice. You move very, very slowly and pray that Bob isn't gonna fuck this up, and you just, uh, manage to circle around the chair. The guy is so deep in his sleep, he doesn't even notice you as he just starts and continues on his sleep he went from stale bread to titties this man has incredible character complexity do not question me um so as you walk closer to the door you see that it has a, a sort of a, a triple lock system in it so you would have uh, possibly to um unlock three of these locks if Two of them didn't have the key in it already. Um, since people are lazy and they never just want to lock everything, they just keep the other two in it like the dumb shits they are. Um, so there is one lock that you can pick or you can see if there's a key anywhere. What do you do? Tuna. Mm -hmm. Go check if the guard has one of the keys. <laughs> okay. I'll slowly come out of the pocket. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to the to the guard. No. You're gonna are you gonna fly there? Or you're gonna and... walk. Oh yeah, I can fly. Sorry, <laughs> I completely forgot I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to it. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'll fine. just fly a little bit. Okay. Look around. What do I see? All right. So one thing: Are you flying uh, sneakily to not make noise? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Roll a stealth check for me. Be fun. Where is stealth? Okay, wait. 
He's pretty deep in his sleep, so... You'd have to roll really bad for this not to work. Uh, seven. A seven, alright. Compared to the previous 18 of Sagrin, this is pretty bad. Um, so... You... As you're flying out of the pocket and you're moving close to, to, to towards him... I'm gonna roll for the first time on uh, the, the little dice box that Fish the fish made for me. And also, no. fi fi Fish did this overlay, by the way, chat. It's pretty great. Alright. <laughs> I gotta show oh, it no. so that people don't think that I'm cheating. I gave him a roll because he was thinking about titties. Shit, it, it moved, but it was a three. Whatever. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to believe me. Um anyway. You manage to sort of stumble around and hit a bunch of things and he kind of like moves in his sleep as you hit like the the keys on the wall. And as that happens, fuck, those are the keys. Keys are on the wall, like hanging, and there's there's a couple of them, uh, a couple of sort of keychains there, um, with a total of uh, six keys between all of them. Let's go, um, uh, Sagrin. Do you want all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think I can carry all of them. One at a time. I'll go very slowly to the wall and pick up the keys. If it, if I can reach. You probably can't. It has to be her one at a time. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll just give it to the. Big titties, small titties. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Now. Wait, 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 wait. We 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 can check. We can, yeah, we can check one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. So I I grab the the key and I'll I'll try. Tuna, roll a d6 for me. We're, we're really going one by one. Tuna? Yeah. Yeah, Tuna Tuna will roll the D6 because she was the one that grabbed it. So okay. go on, on roll okay. 20 on the, the little bar. Uh, uh yeah. Roll D6 for me. <laughs> Alright, you give the <laughs> You give the key to <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, you give you give the key to fish or to Sagrin. Sagrin, do you slot it in? Yes. As you slot it in very, very slowly, and you rotate it, it's the fucking key. And the wow. door, the door opens before you to a bunch of crates and and sort of like huge boxes that you see. Uh, and and it, it is lit as of now. That is, they, they do have torches that are lit there uh, from the night before. Uh, so it seems that the guard still hasn't made any checks inside. He's just still asleep. Nice. So I'll go back to hop on on the pocket. All right. Let's go. All right. We we go inside. You go inside. All right. So there's, as I said, a bunch of boxes, and um, all of the boxes have a sort of like a painted on them uh, three letters. Uh, BTC. It seems they are mining Bitcoin. Um, no, BTC, as you know, uh, I'm sorry, I have to make these jokes because I'm, I literally created it like this to be able to make this joke. Um, you know that this belongs to the Boyle Trading Company, which is the, the company in Brunswick that usually, uh, handles all trade that goes inside and outside of, of the town. Um, so, 
you manage to sort of identify that, but all of the boxes are like tight, 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 tight. They're very, very well sealed. Uh, are you gonna pop one open? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are you now? All right. So, uh, you can choose either a dexterity check or a strength check. It's up to you. However you're doing, doing it. Uh, dexterity. All right, go ahead. Yeah, with I'm using um I think I have a crowbar. You do have a crowbar. Yeah. Oh, and before this, I'll just close the door, you know? Yeah, so I know. The Fuck you. <laughs> wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but before that, I also like, you know, removed the right <laughs> key so we don't get locked inside. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I remove the key, I close the door. Mm -hmm. And then I'll I'll open All right. one of the boxes. Go ahead, dexterity check. Uh, one of the boxes that's more to the back of the room. Okay, so, so that... you're gonna like hop on through and jump on top of one yeah. and one okay. that's like more hidden. And go ahead. Now dexterity through. Check, 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 check. Fifth, uh, check. <sighs> okay, you as you. 15 slide in the crowbar it does help uh reduce the dc a little bit and you manage to just pop it open um on on this one and you do see the sort of black uh, null ore in there already sort of it, it's not like completely treated because it still has to be smelted and all that uh, so it is just sort of like a, a very uh shiny uh, black rock uh, that it's just piled up in there in chunks how big is it it's about like this size each chunk. Okay, so I can carry one. Yeah, and and still it, it will it would be kind of hard to hide it. It is a, a this sort of size, you know, which means for a halfling this is kind of bigger than your head. I mean, it's already bigger than mine, so it's pretty big. To it's carry fine. it s sneakily, it would be tough. Yeah, but I have an idea. All right. Yeah. So, so I'll, you're gonna. I'll pick yeah, I'll pick up one of them, All right. and I'll close the box again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now I'll You'll leave. leave the room. Yeah. All right. Um, so, as you are uh, leaving the room, uh, and you manage to close the door back up, and you, you sort of begin carrying uh, the object outside, I'm going to need you to roll another stealth check. And this time, since you're carrying this heavy thing, I'm gonna need you to roll it at disadvantage for me. Okay, stealth. Disadvantage. All right. Ooh, 20, 25. Ooh. You. <laughs> uh, all right, 20 then. I don't know why I'm playing this game with the literal child of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, anyway, um, you, you're pretty confident like in your step and you're kind of like already used to this and you manage to move out just as um, the guard once again in his sleep just whispers, I can choose Hasertides. I don't know. And he continues sleeping all right so you manage to move out uh with a huge chunk of rock but while this is happening let's let's put the brakes 
on these two girls for now. now let's go let's go meet our other friends. Not too far from the mines. <clears throat> traveling on the road just outside of the wooden palisade that encircles Brenswick. Two dark elves move towards the town with purpose. Just at the top of the morning as the sun is cresting over the hills and, and plains of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Great Green. So, Estera, if you don't mind describing your boy Zizi for us, please. Yes. So, I'll be playing a cleric and has such, um, he wears dark clothes because he's a cool, cool cleric. Uh, his clothes are a bit rough, uh, not on the luxury side. He also has some wrappings around his hands um, with a bit of blood stains from healing some wounds. And he also carries a symbol, um, a necklace of his religion, which is from Ao the Nightbringer. All right. And also he has a cool hair and beard. <laughs> cool hair and beard. Thank you very much. And now behind him... Another Dark Elf walks, which, if you don't mind describing Syndra for us, please. What if I do mind, though? Well, mm. if you mind, then I believe we have a problem, and I'm going to make her lose a leg. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> okay, um, my Syndra is, is pale, a pearly, uh, purplish pale skin. Mm. With a silver hair, her eyes are ice blue as well. Uh, her wardrobe is dark purple cloth with some black leather in mixture. Um, on the middle of the top, there's there's a little gem, and it's ice blue as well. She has black leather boots, and she has a staff with another <laughs> ice blue gem. A lot of gems on this lady here. Yeah. Um, all right. So, as you guys uh, walk in inside through the eastern gate um, of Brunswick, uh, you can see two guards posted up uh, on the walls, these like wooden walls and watchtowers that line up the, the palisade. Um, and they seem to sort of acknowledge your entry. Um, I would say as Zizi, Azizzle, um, please roll an intelligence. No, actually, a religion check for me, please. <clears throat> All right, a 10. That is enough. You know that the only allowed faith in Herskellen is that of Rauno, the god of righteousness. So you would know to hide away the symbol of the Nightbringer that you bring with you, uh, which means the guards do not say or yell out anything as you move on through. Um, and as you walk inside, you see the old uh, and small sort of stone buildings with patched up roofs and cracks on the walls that make up most of the housing within the town. The streets are like barely paved with broken sections of cobblestone followed by just dirt and gravel. And the people are just now starting to leave their houses and 
uh, heading either out of town to the farms that you've seen when you were uh, coming inside or to their respective workplaces. My friends, the floor is, is yours. What do you do? Indra, so this town, they are quite, uh, I would say, not fans of people like us, certain religions or magic practitioners. So uh, if I were you, I'd be careful with the displays of power that you do in the, within this city. Um, okay, but I can't really hide my stuff. Would that be a problem? Mm, I wouldn't say that's a problem, I would just say they're not big fans of arcane practitioners, so okay. keep it to yourself unless it's extremely necessary. Okay, Because I will do for my religion. In the meanwhile, I would suggest finding a place to eat or stay. Yeah, I'm starving already. Thing. Yeah. Alright. Are you I gonna move anywhere? To, uh, okay. Yeah, to a citizen, to a local. All right. Uh, as you are walking in uh, on the streets, you see exactly a citizen, a, a local. Uh, you see this man, um, uh, sort of, he's human. He has, like, greasy strands of hair uh, that you can see coming down his head. Um, but he is wearing, like, an old leather cap with little flappies. Um, and you just see, like, the, the, the greasy hair coming out. Um, he has a sort of a very wrinkled face. It's almost like pulled inside uh, to the center. Um, and as you sort of, um, you see him move his mouth, you see that he has some missing teeth. Um, and just as you are uh, approaching this sort of frail looking um, man, he immediately uh, sort of makes himself look a little bit taller and uh, he moves up to you and, and goes, Oh, hi, esteemed travelers. My name is Toby. Is there anything that I can do to help you feel welcome in our humble town of Brunswick? Greetings, Toby. Uh, in a matter of fact, you can. Me and my friend here were looking for a place to stay and eventually also have something to eat because our stomachs are empty. Oh, my friend, you have just come to the right person. Now, let me tell you, my services do come at a fee, uh, which means you would have to pay to access the information and my knowledge of Brunswick, as I am a local and highly requested by all of the new travelers coming in the city. So, uh, that being said, if you wish to, to know all information and have a tour, I require a fee of a humble five silver. You know I can simply ask a guard, right? You could, but would the guards know the best places, the ones liked by the locals? But they wouldn't. We but we don't need the best, we just need a place to rest and eat. Oh, but madam, the way you look, look at how beautiful your clothes are and how gentle your hands and feet look. We cannot allow you to rest in a shitty place. This town is already pretty bad. We don't even have money for proper paving. I don't really care. I just want to rest. 
both of you have on your cells, by the way, um, 10 gold each. Both okay. of you. Just so you guys know. Can I persuade him to do it for free for us? How would you do that? How do you tell him? Um, I can buy him a drink later. Go ahead, talk to him. He's right here. What was his name? Toby? Was Toby. It? Toby. Okay. Okay, Toby, you tell us where that inn is, and maybe I will buy you some beer later. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Waiting in anticipation, in suspense. Uh, 22. A 22. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. No, wait, but no, you can... No, 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 no. It's more than that. Your persuasion is higher. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's way more than I, that. I, I, I failed. It's fine, it's fine. I, I will add the plus six to the other roll. It's fine. All right. So that's actually a 24. Uh, he goes... Uh, 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 all right, I I can assist you for a drink, of course. Um, hmm. uh, however, I would ask that I know the purpose of uh, you, esteemed travelers, upon this town, as well as your names, so that I can better direct you. Do you require our names? I was... I'm... I was going to have a drink with her. I sh I should know her name. It's only polite. I'll just. My whisper. name is Syndra. Okay. <laughs> you go, girl. Syndra, what a beautiful name. All right. So, if you wish to rest, there is well, there's a couple places, but the best one would be my home. Um, I wouldn't like that. I, I just want the hand. Thank you. Well, I shot my shot. Um, anyway, uh, the best place for you to go would be the Maven's Haven. It is uh, actually uh, not far from here, since the town is pretty small. You just uh, continue down the road. Uh, but before you leave, when will we have that drink? Uh, maybe later uh, today. Hmm. Do you actually intend I... to have a drink with him, by the way? No. <laughs> then roll a deception check for me, please. Um, where is it? I don't... I just scroll it until I, I find... I'm blind. Okay, I'm blind. Oh. Alright. Twelve. 12. <laughs> Fuck. Why did I even roll, dude? It doesn't fucking matter. He's stupid. Um, he kind of looks at you and goes, oh, Very well. Can, can I at least uh, accompany you uh, towards the Maven's Haven just to make sure that you are not lost? Uh, it depends with my, my friends, easy. What do he you think? He can. He can. And then I put my hand over his shoulder and oh, kindly oh. Him. Do you perhaps also know um, if there is any kind of people needing help in this town? I see a lot of, you know, 
destruction around and things being rebuilt and I was wondering oh. if oh. there is anything we can do for you. Well, I would say that if you want that extra piece of information, perhaps you would also join for a drink? I maybe join for a drink later as well. Mm. If you gave us the information. Mm. All right. And you sense, as you are holding him, you sense his hand starting to move towards your pocket. Or your pouches, where your money is. Can I just... Sure. <laughs> as you slap his hand off, he's like, oh, 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 excuse me, I, I didn't mean to be too forward. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, all right, to to the Maven's Haven in the morning. Um, and he goes up ahead and leads you to this uh, pretty sort of uh, quaint and simple-looking um, uh, building. That it's sort of like a, this one is uh, all completely uh, wooden, uh, and it is sort of a little bit more, you know, taken care of than the rest of the town. It seems like. Whoever has this space is, is making it, it's sort of keeping it, uh, or making an effort to keep it a little bit better. And it is pretty big. Uh, it is a pretty sort of large um, build, and it has two stories. Um, and, and these sort of like, um, excuse me, black tiles on it. Uh, so it is, it is sort of, it, it seems like it is a higher end for what you'd expect uh, in here. Um, and... Do you guys want to walk in instantly? Did he give me the information I wanted? Not yet. Okay. Alright, so you, do you guys walk in? Yeah. He walks in with you, um, obviously. And uh, as you guys as you guys walk in, you see <laughs> this place is uh, actually pretty funny. There's there's not many people right now here. There's a few having breakfast in the table to uh, sort of the 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 top right corner. It is a, a pretty simple sort of square room uh, with the stairs uh, at at the the opposite end of the building. Um, the bar is uh, to the right uh, of you as you guys walk in, and as you look at the tables and. And as you look at the at what people are eating, you can see that the tables, um, they're sort of like desperately glued chunks of tables. Like they, they're mismatching colors. The chairs have like mismatched legs. Um, the plates have like that that are on top of these tables have cracks in them, and it appear to have been like glued together or something. Um, it seems like it's a, you know, they're at least they're doing their best. Um, and, and the place is, is, is made to look a little bit more fancy, um, than it, than it, uh, probably is. Uh, and at the bar, uh, you see a lady, um, sort of like in her, her older years. She has, like, long gray hair, but it's tied in two buns. Um, she's like a, a very, very sort of a, um, beautiful, sort of very prominent nose, um, and, and very, very thin eyebrows. She's wearing a, a blue dress, which is more than you've seen since you've been here. Everybody wears, like, these raggedy clothes. Um, and she seems to be sort of, she has this, you know, aura to her. Um, seems to be a little bit more fancy, uh, than the people around here. Uh, but as you walk in, um, he goes, and so, uh, 
I was thinking that maybe to give you uh, the information that you've uh, requested, I would uh, order breakfast uh, on you, of course. I would not pay for it uh, because you did not pay my fees. And uh, I would tell you, what do you think? I believe I must kindly decline that offer because you see, you tried to stall from me. So well, I would rather have that information from someone else. Though well, I must thank you, your kindness for bringing well, 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 hold on a second. Hold on, hold up. Wait a minute. Who talked about stealing? I did not steal anything, and I do not try to do things. I either do them or I don't. You so put it, your you put your damn hand on his pocket. I was just left it away. I wasn't so. I wasn't going for the money. Sure. What were you doing then? Wanted to grab something else? I wanted to grab his leg. You cannot lie to me. <laughs> I no, was not I'm... stealing. You were trying to, you didn't steal because you were stopped right in time. There you go, I didn't steal, so that's what matters, right? <laughs> I'm no, not a robber. Not. Get the, the fuck out. Matters. <laughs> Nobody ever likes Toby. So you're not gonna drink with me later? No, I'm not. You tried to steal from my friend. Ah, oh, fuck. Screwed over again. And he walks out of the place, very sad and possibly crying. I go after him. Uh, because I don't like to make people sad. <laughs> um, and I say to him, don't be sad. I might have that drink with you later. But... Oh, I'm not interested in you. I just wanted your money. Fuck off. <laughs> and he walks off. And I just think to myself, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you walk back in. Yeah. Right. Um, so, as you walk back in, uh, you see that the, the lady at the bar is slightly giggling at your situation. What do you guys do? Uh, approach her mm -hmm. and ask her, um, hello there. Uh, hello there. <laughs> Fuck you, Mizzy. Um, my name is uh, Fleur Lavour. Welcome okay, to the Maven's Heaven. Thank you. Do you uh, happen to run this place? Oh, my dear. I am the owner of this place indeed. Ooh, I really like what you've done with the place, considering everything. Oh. And then I took a look oh. around. Finally, someone that understands. Uh, it, it seems that my efforts have not gone unnoticed, and that has made my day, and it has only just begun. Thank you very much, esteemed traveler. I see that you are not from here. Uh, how may I be of assistance? Uh, or I should say, I should say, assistance. Me and my, uh, my friend here, we were looking for a place to eat, and even... To stay if it was possible you have you have come to the right place it seems that that scoundrel toby has in at least pointed his finger towards the right way uh you know in the 
time where he's not putting his fingers elsewhere. I do not mean this uh, sexually. I mean, he steals a lot. Yeah, yeah, he tried. Oh, that old, old fool. So you can stay here. Um, it is a fee of two silver per day. Okay. I must also ask you something. Uh, mm. Is there anything we can do for this town for the time being? Oh, um, I, I would, I would say that if you wish to help, it, it would be probably uh, best to speak uh, with the priest at the, the church. It is on uh, the opposite side of town. You can't miss it. Okay, thank you very much. We'll be coming later for that warm bed. But do you not uh, want some food, perhaps uh, breakfast? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Alright, uh, I will prepare breakfast for you. As you are staying in, it is included upon the fee. Oh, perfect. Of course, we are the best establishment here. I would appreciate if you would uh, please, you know, do some marketing wherever you are uh, from, you know, when you go back. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Alright, I will prepare please breakfast you. for you. Alright. So she goes ahead and uh, goes to prepare breakfast for you guys. Do you have anything you want to discuss before we move on? Um, I wanted to discuss with Syndra more like a warning. I wanted to say um, when we go to this church, we need to be really, 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 really careful for them not to notice at least my religion and who we are in in what we believe so please please <laughs> behave yourself <laughs> that's all i want to i i will do my best but i will i will seriously try to not tell someone to fuck off like <laughs> yeah. i did with dad <laughs> please behave yourself i'll i'll do my best i swear um yeah. though there's something there's something weird with uh, the lady from from the inn. She's the she's the only one we've seen that's healthy, I guess. Wealthy, wealthy, yeah. Well, true, but what else could she be? I don't hiding? know, but we should keep our eyes open just in case. Okay, that's true. All right, I hope her food is good because I'm starving. Same. <laughs> All right. So the food is served to you. It is pretty, pretty decent. It's not like the the best thing in the world, you know. Uh, but there's some cheese. There's some bread. That's not shitty. Uh, so you will not have the poops. Uh, you know, uh, contrary Yay. to the the people in the mines that fish just messed up. <laughs> um, so you'll be fine. Now, uh, do you guys wish to head over to the church after you eat your breakfast? Yeah, I would like to go there. All right. Then for the purposes of time, let us say that you guys walk throughout uh, or through the city and you manage to arrive at uh, the church. It is pretty easy to spot. Um, it's sort of a chapel. It's more of a chapel than a, a church, really. But you can see it in the distance as it is. The the, the bell tower is sort of the highest point uh, in this, this part, excuse me, of Brunswick. Um, and it is a sort of like very small... A uh, humble uh, stone stone chapel, and in in fact the 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 stone sort of like um, 
looks a little bit like darker than the rest uh, around here, even with the light shining upon it. Um, there is a central bell tower um, atop sort of the single old stained glass window that adorns sort of the front uh, of the church or of the chapel. Um, uh, due to your uh, previous relig religion check, um, uh, Zizi, you would know that um, for a place of worship of the righteous flame, uh, Rauno, uh, it is... It, it seems to be very dark and, and ominous. Um, it, it almost sort of feels haunted. Um, the door is open. There, there are like some larger doors, but there's like a, a, a smaller door embedded in the big doors, you know, like the churches have, right? That that's happening there. It's there, uh, and you you guys can walk in if you want to. Is that what you were doing? Walking in, I want to discreetly remove my necklace mm -hmm. and put it on the side of my boot. All right, very very well done. Uh, so no ass technique here, only boot. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, all right. So as you uh, as you guys walk in. Uh, Again, it has a very sort of um, dark and ominous tone to it. It feels haunted in a way. It's very poorly lit inside, uh, which is not a problem for you, Dark Elves, in your 120 feet of dark vision. Fuck you. Um, and, and you see that the light sort of barely comes through uh, that old and dirty stained glass window. And it, it, it's cold. It's colder than it is outside. And it is a pretty chill morning, but it is cold in here. It almost chills your soul. Um, and you hear the, the noise of rats and of bats um, flying uh, above. And you see as you walk in, there are some benches uh, and there is an altar uh, with the, the symbol, the holy symbol of the righteous flame, which is the sword uh, with sort of a stone symbol of a sword that is shoved into the altar with a shield in front. Um, the shield is engraved with uh, the righteous flame, which is it's pretty much a regular flame. Um, but they just say righteous flame because honestly, it's fancier than just fire. Um, so, in front of that altar, um, you see the priest, or what you assume to be uh, the priest at least. You see um, a male high elf you see uh, the pointy ears and the features are enough to for you to to understand and the way that he sort of is carrying himself even when he's sweeping the ground uh, it seems very noblish um he has long black hair with sort of the v-shaped hairline you know the vegeta airline uh but with very long uh black hair uh he has a very sharp features the jaw the nose the chin uh, all very sort of pointy and he is wearing the, the white and red robes of the Righteous Flame. However, they are they seem to be a little bit dirty. Um, you assume that maybe this is because, well, this town fucking sucks and everything's shit. Um, or maybe there's some other reason. We don't know, right? I mean, I do. Um, so as you, as you walk in, he immediately uh, raises his head towards you. And you, you see the eyes are um, incredibly... His look is incredibly piercing. It, it feels like um, this humble priest from from a, a, a shitty town in Herskellen um, 
he has sort of this understanding of life uh, that it, it sort of empowers him uh, in front of you. Um, and even to people like you, uh, Zizi, who are more sensitive to these things, you manage to notice that instantly. And as he turns to you, he says, mm. Visitors, what brings you to this humble house of Rauno, Dark Elves? We were just um, on a journey ourselves through the continent, and we happened to pass by this town. And oh. we see that it is quite devastated, and it's being uh, in a rebuilding process, and has a, a man who likes to help. I was told by the lady in the Maiden's Haven that probably you would be the correct person to tell us in what we could do to help in this town. I do not see why Fleur would burden me with such tasks, but I guess I have no choice. I am curious, however. May I know your names? My name? is Azizel and this is my friend Sindra my name is Darius welcome once more to Brunswick and to the humble temple of Rauno well if you are asking to help and you truly want it this town has a lot of problems starting with the disappearances there are people leaving this place mysteriously perhaps kidnapped perhaps running it is complicated to tell nobody really knows but i must ask why why are two dark elves traveling here all the way were you born in herskellen or are you perhaps from outside? <laughs> I look at him and mm. see that he's trying to get some more information on my religious background, probably. So I <laughs> put a little lie and say that I'm not sure where I was born and that um, I was raised in Herskellen by a, by a couple who is not my real parents. Roll deception and check for me. <laughs> oh boy. I want to see this. Shush. It's a a 12. All right. As you formulate your little lie, he goes, My friend, it would be wise not to lie to me, especially if you are interested in helping people. Why would I point you towards anyone if you are just going to lie in the face of a man of faith? You can be honest with me. I'm afraid your faith condemns 
or my safe is not allowed here. Hmm. And as such, I apologize for trying to protect myself. Well, I too know what it is to be a stranger in a foreign land. You needed not to lie, my friend. I ask that you be forthcoming from now on. And you, silent one, are you going to share in this lie or speak the truth? I, I don't go by any religion if that's what you're thinking. I am not quite interested in your religion. I am more interested in what you hold in your hand. Oh, this? I, yes. I, 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 I basically stole it. <laughs> okay. Roll <a> deception check. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, no, no. Why does everybody lie to me? What have I done? <laughs> oh my god. Suck it. Ah, fuck. Oof. It's a pretty good lie, but he's a pretty good lie detector. 23, by the way. 23. He rolled a 26 on his insight. Oh, shit. It seems that you carry with you darker secrets than you would like to share. This is a safe place. It is a temple, a church, a chapel. But you may share them in your own time. Anybody with a past worth protecting, surely, has the power to help this place, as it has been helpless for many weeks now. Well, if you truly, truly want to help if you truly want to be of service to the people, I would recommend you head to the mines. The people there are overworked. Even if some are prisoners, they often have wounds. They often have maledictions that perhaps a man of faith can heal. Now, I do ask for you to be perhaps discreet with the usage of your faith. You see, honor and righteousness, they do not need restriction. They do not need bright colors, silver or gold. That's mortal hubris. And I am sure that if the god Raunu himself look upon the kingdom where he once was and lived he would be disappointed with what he sees but anyway is there any other way that I can help you uh, there is <laughs> quite a obvious questions where exactly can we follow the path to the mines well it is North of, of Brunswick, if you come out of the uh, eastern entrance and then you head north, you will find the path eventually. Uh, it is not hard to even follow people there. Uh, probably at this hour, uh, the people of uh, the Boyle Trading Company are heading there to check on their materials. Um, so perhaps it would be uh, smart to follow them. Thank now, you very 
I would like I would like to be more forward with you. We were once one people, all elves. You are safe here, if you ever need my help. I sense your intentions are good. However, you are not very, I would say, smart in the way you talk to people. But everybody these days is quite socially inept. I could perhaps teach you one of these times. Anyway, if there isn't anything else, I must go back um, to my praying. Yes. I do have a question. Do you know anything about the staff I'm holding? Hmm. Let's see if he does. He approaches um, the staff that you hold in your hand and he goes, so, you don't know either, I'm going to assume. No, I don't. But you did not steal it, did you? I did not, it was given to me. Unfortunately, as I look at it, I just see it as a focus of great power. I do not spot any elements that I recognize, but I do spot that. It has the potential to grow, to evolve with its wielder. Perhaps okay. you should consider that. Okay, thank you. No problem. If I did not help those in need, I would not be a servant of the god that I serve. Now, if there isn't anything else, I must go back to my daily routine of sweeping this place until I dig a hole in it because nobody in this town comes here ever. I am very lonely. Any reason why they don't believe in the same as you do? I believe that I scare them. You see, appearances, so. appearances are very important to humans, and especially in these small towns. There are a few that come here. There is this young man. His name is Liam. He's a good man. A man worth protecting. Liam? Liam. Can we... Oh, Liam. Okay. L-I-A-M. Can we find him somewhere? Liam works at the mines. He works at the mines. Perhaps you will find him there. Okay. Thank you. I want to say thank you when I bow to him in respect alright um, as you do that he goes I'm afraid I am not familiar with your customs my friend or with whatever it is you're doing but we don't bow here we fist bump I'm just kidding um, <laughs> <laughs> please go on your way thank you and then I retreat and move to the mines alright so, you folks are heading towards the mines now, both of you, uh, for the purposes of time, so that we are not here role-playing an entire voyage that will last about 40 to 45 minutes, depending on how quick your legs are. Um, let's say that you guys manage to arrive at the mines, and as you go there, 
you see the scene that we have talked before sort of the, the mines are, are dug into a hill and this this sort of like rockier looking hill um with the dried patches of grass and shit um and it is sort of like and at, in the back of it there is um there are woods and, and, and a forest but it is a quite a ways away still um and as you arrive uh, uh, in the space you see the two buildings there's uh, one to the left one to the right wooden complete sort of like possible architectural failures um but the it, it looks like it will hold up and that it's it has been holding up for quite a while uh, and as as you arrive there you see um, sort of these three gentlemen that are um, have been unshackled there are some shackles on the ground and are now heading towards uh, the mines themselves directed by that older gent, bald head with a thick gray mustache and mustache and mutton chops that you assume uh, is probably the foreman, the one directing um, directing this place. What do you do? I approach him. You approach him, and a as you do, he goes, uh, <clears throat> uh, "Morning. Uh, to who are you?" Morning. My name is Azizel, and I'm here with my friend Sindra. We were sent by Father... Can I call him Father? <laughs> by Darius. Priest, maybe. Yeah, by Priest Darius. <laughs> to aid some of the <laughs> workers <laughs> in the mines. Daddy! Um, Alright, <laughs> so... <clears throat> we were sent by Daddy. Um, anyway, as you, as you say that, um, he goes... Uh, and exactly how do you intend to help? I was told that many of the workers here suffer several injuries. Whoever told I you that as a lawyer, our workers are kept in top condition. Um, we have also came here to, to meet a friend. Uh, he's, he's called Liam. You are friends with Liam. Yeah. Um, the 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 priest told told us he was a nice guy, and um, we'd like to talk to him. All right, that's more acceptable than coming in here and insulting my business. I bet you have right. a, a nice business. We just want to see Liam and talk to him. Would that be fine? Well, when you. You ask so nicely, you know. Sure, I can go call him for you. Thank you. All right. And as as he says that, he moves back and he actually walks into or is walking into the mines um, themselves at this point. Um, now, as you guys have sort of this moment here now to to look around what are you guys what are you guys doing i'm whispering to sandra thank you you are <laughs> i i i don't i don't fucking know what the fuck we were gonna say to liam but yeah it um, was just a, a thing to an excuse off, off the top of my head good one um 
where exactly are we in the entrance you know, of the mine? You are like, uh, there's sort of this open space in between the two buildings. Um, the, the building that is to the left uh, and the one to the right, where you see sort of like people walking in and out of. Um, and the the mines themselves are like, I would say, a, I would say about like maybe 80 feet away from you forward um uh, in sort of dug into the hill that is like right in front of you so you're serving this uh you know midsection um and there's quite a lot of space for you to 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 walk about and to look around uh i want to see if i can see any of the workers on one of those buildings all right roll a perception check for me please perception perception eh oui oui Mon ami. It's an eight. <laughs> an eight? Um, well, you do spot uh, the workers moving about, but you don't see much detail um, uh, in them or what they're doing. They're wearing pretty sort of like, uh, you know, uh, regular worker clothes. They're like tattered, they're, they have patches. Um, but you don't spot much else. But you do see them sort of walking outside of the building on the left and heading um, towards the mines as they grab a pickaxe on the way and just put it on their backs and continue moving. Okay. Can I approach one of them? Sure. Yeah, I want to. We'll All right, you... close at one of them at least. All right, you go ahead and approach. How do you approach him? The walking. <laughs> I, I... What do you say to the fucking worker, Estera? Hi. Why are you doing the dad jokes? Hey. That's how you approach him? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say, um, like, uh, like I'm, you know, normal, not laughing. <laughs> um... Hey there, can I can I ask you a question? Uh, quite uh, discreetly. Um, you may. As <laughs> you say that, he kind of just... He's like walking back and he goes... Sure? I'm afraid there's not much someone like me can tell you. Well... <laughs> how... How... How are people treated here? Uh, well, uh, how does the foreman treat you? You see him sort of like stare at the ground, and he goes, "He treats us. He, he treats us pretty well. Uh, we're paid. We're fed. Pretty Are well. you now? Are your wounds tended? Don't we're in lie top, to us. We're in top condition." We Don't can like see it. that you are not in top condition. And he kind of, you see him sort of look around. And he grabs onto your hand, Zizi, like very firmly. And you see sort of, you see his face now um, as he looks straight uh, into your eyes. And the eye bags he has are just enormous. You see that the, the skin is pulled tightly against the cheekbones. Um, and his hair, uh, you, you look at what seemed to be a decent hairline um but it's now sort of like patchy there's patches of of um of hair that are gone and it, it's just it's very poor state 
uh, and he grabs your hand very firmly and he goes to you. We are all in top condition. Okay. I, um, I want to whisper something to him uh, and say you guys should go more to church meet with Darius and me and we will probably be able to uh, help you guys and maybe even treat some of you he kind of like looks at you and he says we don't need help we are in top condition and we just have our days of work and then we go back to sleep as he looks at the building that he just exited and then we work again and we are happy that we have earned this freedom and as he says that he lets go of your hand and begins walking inside the mines he's, wow. he's totally asking for your help yeah these people desperately need help but we we need to come up with a plan to help these people without causing, you know, big of a fuss. All right. Let's see if the, the foreman comes up with Liam. You need to make guy. up a plan because I just make a fuss everywhere I go. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is at this moment that as you guys are talking and sort of looking around, Sagrin, Tuna. You were just climbing up the stairs with a big-ass rock. Um, what's your plan? How are you exiting the building? I'm gonna get one of the rations bags. Okay. And place the rock inside. Alright, so you go up to one of the rations bags and you place the rock inside and it's there on the ground. Okay. And I'm gonna, like, Hitted on one of the corners mm -hmm. where the other bags with the rations are. Okay. In hopes that eventually I'll get it out. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Um. Roll. Hmm. I'll just pop my head out of the pocket. Oh my god, Saggy, you are so smart. And go back to inside the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask you to roll either survival. Or you can just roll straight dexterity check. It's up to you. Straight dexterity. All right. Uh, normal. Seven. A seven. <laughs> You're pretty confident that you hid that shit pretty well. Okay. All right. All right. What do you do now? Tuna. You want to go get more rocks? Sure. I'll go wherever you go. Do you still have the key? Yeah. I Let's do. go. Let's go. <laughs> we'll go down again. All right. Um, let's put the brakes on there a little bit. As you guys are finishing hiding your shit outside, I'm going to need both Syndra 
and Zizi to roll a perception check for me, please. Holy fucking dick balls. That's a 21. Ooh, and a 14 from uh, Sindra. Not bad, not bad. All right. So, as you guys are sort of looking at the place and waiting for Liam to come, to, for Liam to exit the mines, um, you look sort of at the hills and at sort of the, the surrounding bushes and the trees that are right next to you, not like part of the woods um, or, or any, any of the forests in here, but sort of just some loose trees. And up top on the hills, you notice movement. There's something moving the bushes around, moving the, the tall grass. Uh, Cece, do you, do you notice that? I can see something, but I'm not sure what what it is. And let's check it out. Just as you guys are saying this, three blasts of fire land on your feet. As you see, jumping from the mines down onto the ground and coming outside of the forest. These tiny creatures, these small creatures. They have sort of a draconic aspect to them with long snouts, almost like tiny lizard people. And you hear them go, Attack! Attack the mines! As they run forward and jump. And I'm gonna need both of you to roll initiative for me, please. As we are about to pop into battle. <clears throat> natural 20. Natural 20? And a natural, and a natural one. one. <laughs> wow. That is pretty great. All right. Nice. I'm gonna move you guys to the battlefield so that you guys see what's happening. However, um, the two others that are part of the of the campaign right now are not in there yet. All right, um, and we'll we'll deal with that in a little bit. Anyway, let's move towards the map and zoom into the people that matter, and then zoom out to show the little map here. So, all right. Natural 20 and natural 1. Let me see what they roll. Okay. <clears throat> Give me a second. So that's ZZ first. That is... So that is... Now... All right, you see these uh, these individuals like walking forward and jumping out with slings with rocks on their hands and you see them kind of like struggle a little bit to find their bearings uh, with all of this light um, as you see them squint their eyes. Um, first, Azizel, it is your turn. What do you wish to do? 
as they seem to sort of jump out and begin to swarm this place. You said they were kind of affected by light, right? They, they seem to be squinting. Okay. Can I ask how many are them? Uh, you don't know that yet. Okay. <laughs> um... I want to cast uh, Dancing Light at them to make them, um, you know. Oh, you want to like shine light closer to them to see if you can... Yeah, yeah to make them like, you know, <laughs> naughty this. That is the creative use of this spell. Mm. Okay. Not sure if it will affect them though. Um, I'm gonna say that you would know this. Uh, Dancing Lights is a pretty simple spell like Cantrip. It would not have the power to blind them. They don't seem to like... They just seem to be struggling a little bit uh, with, uh, with the sun as you see them like all squint their eyes and moving forward. They're not very good at hiding things. Uh, but you would know that this would have probably no effect. Blast them with sacred flame. All right, you want a sacred flame? Who are you sacred flaming? There's you have a few targets like right ahead of you. I want to go here and okay. blast the orange one. Blast the orange one. All right, sacred flame. It's a dexterity saving throw on him. What does he have to beat? What's your spell save? It's 14, I believe, right? No, 13. Okay, let's see. Natural 20. He succeeds, so he takes no damage. As you uh, pull back your hand, uh, and you see this sort of purplish flame form in in Zizi's hand, he moves it forward, and as he clutches the flame, the little uh, sort of kobold creature ducks under in the flame, uh, just bursts above it. Um, all right, you still have a little bit of movement, I believe. As you moved west, what do you what do you wish to do? I'll just move a bit backwards, so... Alright, a little bit backwards. Very well. So, now, it's the sorcerer's turn. Atop the mine, the mines itself, oh, themselves, you see this, um... This creature that... It, 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 he is similar uh, in, in body structure to the remaining ones. Um, however, this one is sort of using these fake wooden wings to make him look more like a dragon. Um, and uh, you see now, like, as, as all the fuss uh, goes down, that the, the skin uh, on, these, on these kobolds is, is sort of, of a greenish tone. And he begins uh, sort of weaving uh, with his hands. And as he looks at you who attacked, um, let me see if you're in range. You are. He's going to Scorching Ray you. Um, alright, so that is three attacks. So, let me confirm, that is... Uh, 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 12 plus 4, that is the 16 to hit. Does the 16 hit you? Yeah. It hits you, alright. So 16 hits, then next one is going to be a 10. I believe a 10 does not hit you. Uh, an 18 is going to hit, and so two of them hit. <clears throat> so that is going to be 2d6, 4d6 actually. Uh, 
you take 15 points of fire damage as these uh, streaking flames fly through the air and hit you, impact on your clothes, almost burning them. You would notice it more, but since they are black, um, it, it just looks darker um, from the burning. But the third one misses and hits the floor. Uh, so that's going to be his turn. He's going to stay put. Um, and now, next. I was rolling pretty well. Let's see. Next, we have the inventor. What is he going to do? Okay. You see this other kobold. Uh, I, I can actually ping him as well. Uh, this yellow gent here. Oh, whoops. My bad. This yellow gent here to the right. Uh, he's holding like a, a stick with a scorpion at the tip. And uh, he, in his back, he has like a cage with a skunk in it. And he's wearing a bunch of gadgets on his waist. And he grabs one of these, these gadgets. And he is going to throw it at that gentleman over there, I believe. Because he does not have enough range. Yes. So... He is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, and he is going to throw it at this gentleman here that was just grabbing some crates around the place, this worker. That is going to hit. As there are still workers around here, um, let me see. So that is going to be it. Dude, so many dice. Okay, that's a one. <laughs> so he throws he throws this uh, flask at someone, and it hits them, and the, and the worker kind of sort of is not affected by the the first uh, impact, but as he looks, it just turns on fire as it is exposed to sunlight, and the worker's now like, ah, 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 and then trying to extinguish the flame um, on him. But at least he's still alive, so that's good. Um, all right, next after this guy, there's the regular kobolds. So, <clears throat> do, 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 do. nice. Kobold number one is going to move right here. Kobold number two is going to move right there. Kobold number three here. Kobold number four is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 over there. Um, and there's more. Uh, this Kobold is going to move... Uh, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 is going to move forward to 30 feet as well uh, as they are coming down the rocks on the hills of the mines. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 over there. Let me remove these tokens out of here so that we don't mistake anything. All right, so Kobold Red is going to throw a sling at uh, one of the gentlemen here. This one is actually not here. <clears throat> As one of the gentlemen there. There are two guards currently there sitting. Uh, so. That is fucking most certainly going to hit that gentleman. Uh, with a natural 19. Okay. That's 1d4 again. Plus 2. 
Ooh, that's a five. He slings his rock and throws it at the at the gentleman there, and as it hits uh, the gentleman's head, he falls to the ground unconscious immediately, uh, as he is pretty weakened. Um, so this guy over here is unconscious. This other kobold is going to swing and attack. Um, actually, no. Is going to grab the dagger and stab the guy on the ground. So that is... That is going to hit. There's going to be a crit. That doubles his... Doubles his hit points. So as he stabs down on him, you see the gentleman on the ground exhale his last breath. Ugh, as the kobold goes... <laughs> One down! <laughs> Continuing on. Pink kobold's gonna attack with a dagger. So that's gonna be this. Uh, that's cocked. A natural one. So as he tries to strike Syndra with a dagger, as he walks up to her running, he goes to stab her, and Syndra just, just very slowly and very nobly moves to the side, and he just whiffs with the dagger. The other dude, the blue one, is gonna throw the sling at you. Throw the little rock with a... So that is... I'm gonna assume you have mage armor on as well, since that is something that you cast every every morning um, yeah. that we discussed about. So that is going to be a... Yeah, action 11. I believe that doesn't hit. So he slings the rock and throws it um, at you, and you just, as, as gracefully as you move to dodge the knife, you gracefully uh, dodge the, uh, the rock as well. Now, green and orange gentlemen are going to strike uh, the guard with their slings. That one's gonna hit, so one hit. Oh my god, I just rolled two nat 20s! Holy shit! He's rolling with disadvantage, and he rolled two natural 20s. That's sick, I've never done that before in my life! Okay. And we get fucked. Oh. Well, that, that guard gets fucked. So, first one, the first strike that it hits, so that's... So that's... Okay. Alright. And then the natural 20. Fuck! I rolled a 1 on the dice. So that's double 2 plus his modifier. What's his modifier? Um, it's 2. Wow. 4 damage in a crit. Um, Alright. So the guard has taken... A, a, two rocks to the face, but he's, he's like bloodied, but he's still standing. Um, the one on the right, and that is going to end uh, their turn, and it's now uh, the guard's turn. <laughs> and then it's going to be yours, Syndra. I'm so sorry. But you it's rolled a okay. natural I'm, one. I'm, I'm just spectating. Um, all right, so the guard that just got hit in the face is going to run back and hide behind the rock. Uh, these other two, seeing the violence and the flames coming out and everything, are also going to start running back and are going to hide as well. Not throwing a single strike, you just see them run and go, ah, ah, No, I won't die for this shitty fucking town! And just they just keep running 
uh, and hide behind the rocks. All right. Now it's your turn, Syndra. Go ahead. What do you wish to do? As you have a kobold sort of like standing right next to you with his sort of greenish, a uh, scaly skin going. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be close to them. So um, I want to cast Ray of Frost. All right. You want to cast you want to cast someone who's far away or someone who's close. If they're close, you will have disadvantage since it is a ranged attack. Ooh. You can also move and then cast. You will uh, then I will move first and then okay. cast it. All right. Go ahead and grab your token. You can move 30 feet, which means uh, you can move a total of six squares. Go ahead and and move your your character. The guy next to you is gonna have an attack of opportunity against you, but he, he might blind. miss. Zoom I in. Think it's, zoom in. It's this. Yes, you can zoom in. You can uh, click the plus on the the top right corner and yeah, zoom in the back. Doing that. Think it's like this. Yeah. If I'm not wrong. Exactly. Exactly. You moved. You moved. And and then cast a ray of frost. All right. Go ahead and cast a spell. You can move more, by the way, if you want. And who are you targeting here? Here. Okay. And, um, and... to the pink one. All right, the one that was previously next to you with his with his dagger. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Go ahead and cast the spell. <clears throat> Just click on it, and then top right corner, cast on VTT or Sean VTT. There we go. Let's see if it hits. It most definitely gonna hit. Click the damage. <laughs> Go ahead. With a twenty-five. Holy shit. The most it's right next to the spell. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a one. <laughs> so you see Syndra run back and slide on the ground as she turns back. She begins gathering frost around her hands, and as she points it towards the kobold, you see a little snowflake in the form of sort of a ninja star go up to him and it does sort of hit him in the shoulder and he goes Arr! and as it does the the frost begins to propagate uh, uh along his body and it seems like it freezes up a little bit he is slowed uh and his movement speed reduced uh to 10 feet uh or by 10 feet um all right anything else you want to do you're gonna stay there yeah i'm gonna stay here all right now tuna and sagarin I'm gonna have both of you roll perception checks. Unless you roll a natural one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you might be able to spot this. I just wanna see if by some reason you <laughs> eight and a zero. Wow. Oh my god, that's a beautiful day today. Alright. I mean you're inside of of a pocket, so you know, it's it's a, a thick Cloth, kind of. It's warm today. So even, even like <laughs> as your ears perk up, uh, Sagarin, you do hear like a, a fire or like explosions outside and people yelling since they are right next to your building. Um, and even Bob, I inside of your pockets, begins like rustling back and forth. <laughs> Tuna. Tuna is just like looking at Bob inside your pockets, but you do hear a commotion outside. Um, do you alert Tuna to what's happening? It doesn't matter. She's inside your pocket. She'll notice. I'm going to have both of you roll initiative for me right now. And you will fit into this. 
um, initiative roll. Or this initiative count right now. <laughs> Kate. <laughs> All right. So eight for um, Sagrin and you, uh, Tuna. Roll. Have you rolled initiative? You have not. Roll, roll oh, initiative no, no, no. For, for me, please. Holy fucking Ooh. cock! Okay, um, okay, that's gonna 20. change things a little bit. A 20, dude. Alright, um, okay, so. Is it too bad? Okay, um. Uh, you were an 8, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, an 8 for some. Uh, 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 uh. All right, so, um, top of the round, uh, it is your turn as, what are you going to do, my good friend, now that you are badly hurt? Okay, first of all, I want to hide. All right, you want to roll, b b uh, go behind the, um, the rock? Yeah, like here. All right. Um, do you actually like want to hide, hide like a stealth check, or do you want to? No, I just want to stay in. Uh, okay, cover. Out of line of hide gotcha. For the throws, and I want to cast uh, feel and let go on Syndra. Holy fuck! You're using it? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm gonna. You can cast this as an action. Says the channel divinity of his subclass, which is the melanc melancholy domain, uh, which we have created. Um. I'm going to ask you to tell us what Feeling Like Go does. Can't I just. Uh, you can. Uh, yes, but there are people listening. Oh, okay, Come yeah, on, yeah. man, be nice. So basically, Feel and Let Go uh, denies all damage that an ally, an ally of mine uh, would suffer, and I will take half that damage and I can throw the other half on another target. All so right. if the target is not a willing creature, it will must do a saving throw and, you know. All right, so you're casting Feeling Like Go on her first, um, now to prevent the damage that she's taking. Uh, all right, so that is your one use of your channel divinity before you short rest. Um, uh, anything else that you want to do? Can I choose the target? Not not yet. You, Whenever she takes damage, okay. you can then okay. choose. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so I've wasted my hack my action, so I cannot heal myself. So you I'll cannot, just Un unless uh, you would like to cast a spell as a bonus action. I think you have healing word. True, 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 true. Yeah, I will do that if I wish. All right, go ahead. You clutch uh, your your foot, which is where your symbol is right now. You clutch your foot as the guard is like. Hiding there, like going, oh, oh, what the fuck? Why are you clutching your foot? And you, you, you see, he sees you uh, begin to to heal back up as your your burn marks on your face on your body begin to slowly regenerate as you are hiding behind this rock, ducking under it um, along with the guard. You heal for six points. It's not bad. I also want to take a bit of my bandage and you yeah. know make a little. All right, as flavor, I'll I'll allow you to do that. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Um, so that is your turn. Now, Tuna, it's your turn. You're inside, and you're inside uh, Sagrin's pockets, and she's just told you there's shit going down outside. What are you going to do? 
Okay. Oh, so I just I just look a little bit on the uh, over the pocket, so so no one yeah. sees me. You're 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 still inside. I'm still inside. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just uh, tell to Sagrin. I just ask her, what, what what are you going to do? Are you going to throw anything? Because I, I I can do sh I can do things to your to your daggers and, and stuff. I don't really know. There's a lot of people. That feels kind of <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can... <laughs> um, I can hold an action, right? You can hold an action. Yes. Um. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, I can't. I cannot do that. I don't know, man. Okay. There's a lot of people, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what I'm gonna do? Okay, right now I'm going to cast um, a mind sliver to one of them. Oh, you're gonna hold it to, until you can you can cast. Is that what you mean? Uh, no, I'm not going to hold it. I'm going to cast right away. You can't see him. I cannot. Like, no, you're still inside the building. You're still inside the building. Oh shit. Okay. Um. You hear okay, like a, then, uh, a bunch of shit, but you're still inside the building. I'm going then to um, hold an action. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to cast holding, <laughs> uh, burning hands on uh, a dagger thrown by fish, by Sagrin. Sorry. All right. Fuck uh, yeah. Sure. I'll <laughs> allow it. So. <laughs> Whenever uh, when, she throws, you. Yeah. I'll. I'll you, you, burn oh. that shit okay got it that's gonna be a bit weird but let's see that's a cool combo i like that um all right uh so that's gonna be your turn You're still inside the pocket yeah so after your turn it is the sorcerer's turn um the kobold sorcerer's turn who is back up here uh let me see if he's still what range he has on uh little old uh syndra here a hundred feet. Alright, so he's out of Scorching Rays, which is good news for you guys. Um, Alright. You see him sort of look down at the battlefield and it begins pointing. That one. That one, the one with the silver hair. She looks stronger. And as he pulls back um, his... Uh, his hand, you see fire forming on it, and he throws it as he uh, attacks with a firebolt. <laughs> what the fucking penis, dude? Come on. I rolled two natural twins, and now this shit. That's a um, nine to hit. So as he throws the firebolt, uh, it just goes over your head. You don't even like need to duck. You just kind of look at it and go past your head. Uh, and, you, and, you, and you see him go like, fucking stupid fucking son. All right. So that's going to be his turn. He's pissed. Um, next is going to be the, the guy that... <laughs> the, the little guy with the skunk uh, in his back. I love that little guy. Um, he's going to move forward to the guy who's on fire. <laughs> because, of course. Um, and he's going to hit him with his scorpion sting. Or scorpion on a stick is how the, the thing is called. <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, all right. That is going definitely to hit. This is gonna hit, which means that might that might spell the death of someone. Um, oh yeah. So okay, so you see the the the, the that kobold sort of uh, more gadgety guy. He 
begins running and waving his stick in the air. His scorpion on the stick, not his wiener. And he smacks it on top of, of the, the citizen there, or the worker there. And the scorpion just latches onto it, the guy. And as it does, it latches straight onto the eye. And he pulls it out. And the guy just falls on the ground, unconscious and on fire. Um, so that's going to be the, the, the inventor's turn. And after that, it's still not Sagarin. It's the remaining f fucking kobolds. So, um, this guy's gonna move into melee range with Sindududu. And this guy is going to move into melee range with Syndra as well. They don't know what flanking is, they're dumb. Um, <clears throat> now. They are going to... I'm going to need you to keep track of these numbers, um, ZZ, because whatever numbers happen now or, or at the end of this damage phase is going to be halved so that you can protect... Um, you can protect uh, Syndra. All right, so first attack. That is a natural 19, so that is definitely going to hit with a dagger uh, onto Syndra as he... <laughs> The silver hair! The silver hair! And jumps at you with the dagger. That is going to be a fucking three. So you take three points of piercing damage as he stabs you, the other guy, with a natural 17, uh, is going to hit. Let's see if he rolls better. And he rolls a two, which means four extra points of piercing damage as he stabs you at the side after you're stabbed by the first guy. Now, these other dudes uh, move towards here and keep range a little bit and are going to load up more rocks onto their slings. They're going to throw them at, um, at Syndra. So, uh, let me see. First one. That is... Uh, 16. 16. Does a 16 hit you, Syndra? Um, remind me again, how much your, does the mage armor It's 13 up? plus your dexterity, which means you would have 13 plus 4, which means it is 17. Right? I'm doing math correctly, which means this does not hit you. As, as the, um, the, yep. the kobold goes ahead and slings a rock and throws it, and it almost hits his friends as they duck around. Ow, what the fuck are you throwing that? Next one. Oh, that's a three. He throws another rock, and he actually uh, sort of really, really closely uh, almost hits uh, one of one of the dudes in the face, but it ends up just falling limp on his toe, and he goes, I fucking toe! And that's going to be their turn. So, all of the damage, all of those damage calculations from those guys. Um, oh, wait, there's still the... The orange and the green one. My bad. The ones that were closer to the building are also gonna move in and make fools of themselves as they hit <laughs> or they, they try to hit Syndra. Uh, so that's 17 on a one, so that just hits and the other one misses. So he rotates his sling, throws it at you. I rolled another one on the damage. That's three damage, three points of bludgeoning damage that you take. So all of those are 
absorbed by feel and let go as you see the rocks and the stab um uh, and the stabs going into you uh syndra you see that as the dagger is removed from your body your wound instantly heals as the rock uh, the rocks hit your face it doesn't hurt and the pain is almost snapped out in an instant um azizel if you would like to redirect the damage who is it going to be Point, point me towards one of them. Who's, who is it? I'm sorry, I didn't see. Uh, that, uh, oh, you're not pinging because of the... Yeah. So it's the blue it's guy. The, one next to yeah. the blue guy. All right. Uh, so he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you're all the nine minus two. <laughs> he fails. So what was the, the damage? I only counted seven. <laughs> That's so fucking ridiculous. Um, so seven damage and he takes, um, you take half of that and he takes half of that. So he takes three points of damage. Uh, so the blue one, you, you see now right in front of you, Syndra, that's that one kobold that just stabbed you. The, the same stab wound appears on his body as he goes, and he's now clutching it and bleeding very badly. Suck it, bitch. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sure. Um, okay, so after that, Sagrin, it's your turn. Uh, so we're still inside of the building, right? Still inside of the building. I would say you need about 10 feet of movement to be able to jump outside. As you hear yelling and, ah, I'm on fire! Just outside. Uh, do we have a window? Uh, not turn towards the battle, no. Okay. So... Uh, I guess we'll exit. Alright, you exit, you get 10 feet of movement, uh, and you show up. I'm gonna put you where you guys show up, okay? Mm-hmm. You both show up right there. Okay. And just as you turn, first you see um, one of these sort of a small lizard people, uh, or like, it almost looks like it's someone cosplaying a dragon. Um, you you see them up on the hills, you see one of them with these fake wooden wings, and as you turn to hear the guy screaming because he's on fire, you see another one like full of gadgets and with a, uh, a cage with a skunk behind his back. Um, what do you do? Oh god, what the heck is happening here? <laughs> okay, so if I threw something to the guy that's up there would i be yeah. able to do it let me see let me see how far he is oh. distance yeah let me see how far away he is if he's like 60 feet i'll allow it he's just 60 feet oh okay so uh tuna uh casted a spell that she's holding burning hands yeah whatever i throw turns into fire as well right yes. let's see what happens <laughs> let's see what happens why <laughs> Let's see what happens. Either he does not, either he doesn't. It's a rule, right? We gotta see what happens. Look, there is no, okay. nothing in the rules that says how do combos work. Burning hands okay. is like a f- fifteen foot. It's a fifteen foot cone. Let's okay. see what happens. So, uh, what I want to do mm-hmm. is throw a grease pot that I have on my inventory. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I throw it to that guy. And so it latches onto him. Since it's grease, he won't be able to shake it off, and it will, and it will be on fire. All right. Um, Suck it, bitch. 
let me see. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Roll a. Just roll a dexterity check for me, please. Yeah. Please. I like combos. This is cool. <laughs> so, with a six, okay. you great. you grab the pot and you you're like you're like baseball throwing this. You're putting pulling the leg back, aiming very carefully, and as you throw, it's just it's just the <laughs> limpest throw you've ever seen. It's like you throwing axes, and as oh as as it goes like in a wide arch. It falls right on the rocks in front of you. And Tuna jumps out of the pocket momentarily. And with her hands out, she just spews out this cone of fire and ignites the grease pot and then falls on the rock. And now the rock is just burning. And it's a really big beacon of light um, in this place, covered in grease and burning. Oh, no, no, no. Great usage of my grease pot. Yeah. All right, anything else? You can still move? Um, I'm thinking what's the best place to hide. Um, mm, 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 if, I mean, I can't really move much, right? If I were a boy. 10 feet, you use 10, 10 feet. So you have 15, I, I believe, because you have, or maybe no. Wait, is that halflings or gnomes? Let me, let me confirm. Yeah, you do have 25 uh, feet of movement. So you have 15 left because you have small little halfling legs. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll just uh, move here. That rock is on fire. Yeah, but maybe since we're like small and all, the fire will be, you know, covering us. Covering us, and like the rock is tall enough, I presume, since we're tiny. I'm tiny. She's even tinier. Sure, sure, sure. You, know? you don't need to say anything else. I'll and allow with the smoke, it. It's just with the, the top smoke, of the rock. The is very well because you know the fire all right all right yeah and right now i'm out of the pocket right no you're inside the pocket you just come out and oh i'm down and oh, then you okay, go. Okay, 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 okay. so are you going to uh use your bonus action to hide is that it uh fish yeah yeah all right so go ahead and roll a stealth check tuna you are going to share this stealth check with sagarin since you are inside her pocket <clears throat> so heh <laughs> Okay, so... so it rolled twice, but the, uh, the the first one, we're gonna consider the first roll, okay? Oh no, no, never mind, never no, mind, no, 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 never mind, never mind, yeah. my bad. It's twenty four. You're 24. hidden. Yeah. Fuck, my bad. So many numbers. Okay, so you're gonna stay there. That's Sagrin's turn. It's the guard's turn. Wee. That one goes there. Oh, whoops. That one goes here, and that one goes here, as they continue running uh, and completely ignoring all of you guys. Okay, uh, so now that the guard's turn is done, there's a guy on fire here that entered initiative roll because he's on fire. Uh, so he's going to take damage, means he fails um, two death saves. Let me see if he still lives one more turn. He does! He succeeds! One of his death saves! That citizen is still alive with burning, and probably if nobody does anything, he will die. Um, Alright, so that brings us to Syndra. You're surrounded by tiny lizard people. Nope. <laughs> 
Um... Campaign with no tank. Pop champ. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I cast Chaos Bolt. All right. At one of the ones, uh, are you gonna are you gonna move out? Um, yeah. Uh, I wanted to see if I can check which um, elements they are. Okay. Yeah. At um, they are weaker too. So as you as you look at the greenish coloration of them, um, let's roll an intelligence check, please. <clears throat> it's just your intelligence on the 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 little yeah, yeah, yeah. the ones okay. on the top. Alright, so you know that they are not weak to any elements, but they are not resistant to anything either. These guys, they seem pretty frail. As you look at them, they look they look like kind of weak. As you rolled a 16 with no bonuses. Congratulations. Bitch. I'll cast Chaos Bolt on the, um, on the um, pink one. Alright, so for you to do that, so that you don't have disadvantage on the roll, uh, since it is a ranged attack as well, you're gonna have to move out of their range. Are you gonna do that? Uh, yes. Alright, go ahead and move away. Both of them are gonna strike at you with an attack of opportunity. Natural one and uh, a five. How many... How many can I... Can I... Can I... Change? You can move uh, 30 feet, which means six squares. <clears throat> You're surrounded by the kobolds. <laughs> All right, nice. They both uh, try to stab at you as you move past, but they miss. Go ahead and cast Chaos Bolt um, at them, please. Hmm. Um, it was an a, a ten. ten. <laughs> yeah. Let me see some. Oh shit, really? So as you as you move your hand back and clutching your staff, uh, the the your your hand begins to, to sort of glow with this uh darkish or, or I, I should say sort of light blue coloration. And as you pull the hand back with lightning, you throw the, the chaos bolt forward and it hurls through the battlefield and the cobalt just goes and ducks under it as it passes passes him completely and hits the rocks behind him you're rolling okay. like shit guys yeah really? not being really lucky all right um so i don't think there's anything else you can do right now no <laughs> other than pray to the gods uh all right back to the top of the round zizi it's you yeah zizi's gonna cast a guiding bolt to that bitch on the rock because it's annoying me the bitch on the rock? Yeah. Alright, what's the range on that? The guiding bolt, 120. 120 feet. And I'm exactly You are you are exactly in range. You can pop out of the rock, climb it up a little bit because the rock is pretty tall. So you can climb up the rock a little bit easily easily enough and shoot out the guiding bolt at him. Go ahead and roll for the attack. Yeah. Yeah. 24 hits. All right. Wow. Um, finally, you've hit an attack. So you see, you see, uh, Syndra, you see Azizel um, climb up the rock as he is sort of grabbing his uh, foot 
and uh, you think it's pretty kind of it's kind of weird the way he's doing this and as he grabs the foot you see the foot begins to glow with a sort of dark purple energy and it shifts around his body through his heart as his eyes flash purple and he extends his hand out and the purple energy all conglomerates at his his palm firing a giant bolt of energy as radiant energy fires towards that guy in the rocks and you guys tuna and and sagrin just see this bolt of radiance flash through the battlefield and hit the sorcerer the kobold sorcerer up on top of the rock as it falls back dead from it these are kobolds they're very weak please hit attacks thank you uh all right so <laughs> that's <laughs> that's gonna be your turn uh i'm gonna move to uh wait this side all right go ahead you still have a little bit of movement yeah okay uh you see the guy burning as well which guy the this guy this dude over here he's burning on fire and he's he's unconscious uh okay good for him like have Syndra, which is more important for me. I know right. I should have, but I need to save. Sh of, of course, of course, of course. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that he's there. You know, innocent has Chill. nothing to do with this. Guy probably doesn't have any spells, any powers, and he's on fire in the ground. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to make you feel bad. Make you feel bad. Don't worry. Uh. Anyway, Tuna, it is your turn now. Now you see the full battlefield, and you see that the sorcerer is also dead, uh, up on the rock. What are you gonna do? Uh, okay, since we are we are in stealth mode, right? Yeah, no one you are... sees us. Well, uh, yeah, I'll say I'd say so. Yeah, even okay, though there's so a I'm giant to... fire behind you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, shish. Um, I'm going to come out of the pocket. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast um, uh, magic missiles. Okay. On the ones that are closer to 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 Syndra. Oh, all right. So uh, you have... Uh, at what level are you casting this? A level one. All right. So you have, I believe, three... Uh, three. three. missiles. Where are you aiming them? Um, I, I was going to ask if I can aim one of them to each... Yeah, you can. You can aim the, nice. the three at different targets. And they all hit automatically. So you just need to roll the damage. Cool. Okay, then. Uh, I'm going to cast them to the pink one, um, orange one, and... Um, green one. What's the range on it? Uh, 120. So I'm, I'm, I'm there. All right, okay. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did my research. I'm um, just kidding. I knew the range. Okay, so th <laughs> this, I think it's this one, right? Yeah, just roll the d4 three times. Oh. The... Yeah, go ahead. One? Yeah, you did. You're doing it right. Roll another one. Okay. All right, and another one. All right, so first one goes to green guy, second one goes to yep. orange guy, and then the third one goes to pink guy, right? Yeah, four, two, four, four, yeah. All right, so as... Uh, <laughs> it is, it would be an interesting sight for the gentleman uh, who is currently on fire on the ground to see, uh, but he is, in fact, on the ground on fire, so he will see shit. Uh, as Tuna pops out of the pocket, and outside of pretty much um, Sagrin's sort of, like, tummy area, you see a, a little arm extend itself and four missiles just just whoosh through the air. Um, so that was uh, two on the green guy. 
So as it hits his back, he goes, and he seems pretty hurt. Then the uh, the other two, as they fly up and then down straight at their targets, they just pierce them straight on the throat, exploding the throat from inside out. Um, and this guy is dead, and this guy is dead as well um, with the magic missiles. Congratulations. Good job. Those are your first kills. Um, all right. Anything else you want to do? Are you going to remain in the pocket? Uh, yeah, I'm going to remain in the pocket. All right, you remain in the pocket, the magical pocket that shoots magic missiles. Um, <laughs> all right, so after that, the sorcerer is dead. There's this guy, the inventor, um, and he's he's just like, he looks at the guy on the fire and he goes, <laughs> and he moves to the other guy who's next to him in shock. Well, actually, he would have moved a little bit further because, you know, I forgot this guy had a turn. My bad. Sorry, guy. Um, wait, sorry myself. Um, anyway. He moves a little bit forward, and he's going to throw a dagger at him. Beedy, beedy. Oh, this is... That's going to hit. Yikes. <clears throat> oh! I rolled max damage! Uh, he throws the dagger at the guy is running, he throws the dagger, just sticks it up his back, and the guy goes, oh, and falls face first into the ground with a dagger on his back. Um, all right. So that guy is uh, on the ground unconscious as well. Right next to you is ZZ. You just see a, a, a man, as you're hiding behind this rock, the man is running past you. You just see him slide on the ground with a dagger in his back. Just um, face full of dirt, all scratched now. Um, all right. So that's uh, their turn. Now it's the other ones, the regular ones. Uh, and as they see the other two kind of get absolutely destroyed by the magic missiles, they go, ah, ah, oh, ah, ah, he's dead, he's dead, Raz is dead, run, run now. And uh, they're gonna begin running. So, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, what, I'm, I'm, so, ten, yeah, uh, that's 60 feet here. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 60, as they begin running full speed. Okay. This guy's gonna be up to there. Alright, and they begin running past the dirt on the ground and everything, like stumbling on the gravel and trying to manage to not, you know, um, not fall face first into the ground as well as they begin their escape. The other guy is just clueless, throwing daggers at uh, at the, the innocent. All right, so that's going to be their turn. Um, Sagrin, it's your turn. Magic pockets. Okay, so I'm going to try to do a stealth attack you want a sneak attack sneak you are attack. yeah they're not aware of you um as much as they were where uh, they are aware of the fire in the rock they just saw missiles like flying out of this mm -hmm. big fire and smoke uh that is in that region and um they don't exactly know where you are uh so if you want to you're gonna have to do this you're gonna have to move and throw a dagger at one of them 
But it's not to those, it's the, the yellow one. Yeah, the, the yellow one. All right, let me see if you're in range. If you're in yeah. range, you might not even need to move. You are in within 60 feet. You can throw it, uh, yeah. I believe. But let me see if... Um, let me see something. Let me confirm. So a dagger. Mm, a dagger has 20, 60 uh, feet range. <clears throat> yep. Okay, so since you are hidden, you do have advantage on the attack roll. Uh, but since he is 60 feet from you right now, which is the uh, or within this uh, this little range, uh, no, you do have advantage because he's not 60; he's 45. Yeah, you have advantage on the attack. Go ahead. Okay. So Go I ahead and roll with advantage. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Confusion with the rules. Normal, normal to hit. Uh, no, advantage. Advantage to hit. Yeah. An 18. Uh, all right, that hits. Go ahead and roll the damage along with the sneaker attack. Snickers. Um, do I do normal or advantage? Yeah, normal, normal. The sneak attack is normal. Oh, do I, I use the sneak attack? Oh, okay, okay. The, it's uh, going to roll the damage automatically. It's going to, to roll the damage automatically. But I, I didn't press the sneak attack. It doesn't matter. It will add it. Okay. It will add it. Holy fucking penis balls. That's a 17, right? 17 damage total with the dagger plus the sneak attack. Yeah. Uh, so uh, out of the smoke, the magic pocketed demon hops out and throws a dagger at the back of uh, that the dude with the cage. He has a skunk in the cage and the dagger just goes through the little holes in the cage, goes through the skunk and hits him in the back as you just hear him go and falls to the ground dead as well all right so that guy's pretty dead okay anything else you want to move uh no i think we're fine here are you gonna sworn. Yeah. okay you're gonna you're gonna continue next to the fire and the smoke yeah all right sure uh sure let's say that it doesn't burn you it's the first day. It's the first day. Um, all right. So next up, we have got the guards. They are going to continue running. So let's skip to Syndra. Syndra, you now see the, the these little lizard people just run off uh, the battlefield. They're beginning to run, but they're, excuse me, still within your range. What are you doing? I'm going to do a firebolt on one of them. Fireball on one of them. Uh, on the, the blue one, the red one? Um, pretty sure the green one was the one who was damaged, so that one. Both the to blue sure and the green. Dies. Both the blue and the green are damaged. You can choose one, um, one or, or the other. The green one. All right, green one. Go ahead and roll for an attack. Uh, yeah, that hits. You can roll damage. 18. Holy poopy. Um, okay, so as that that guy is just running and you just hear him groveling. <laughs> you, once again, clutching your staff. On the other hand, fire begins to encircle it. And as you just point at it, kind of finger gun style, you shoot it and the firebolt <laughs> flies through the air 
hitting it straight in the jaw and destroying his face completely, burning it and singeing it as the skin uh, evaporates pretty much and melts off the bone and he falls to the ground, dead as well. He didn't even need to be damaged, the guy would have died anyway. <laughs> um, Alright, five damage is enough to kill that guy. Do you want to move? Do anything else? Um, I'm gonna move a little bit to there. Alright, just the... Yeah, you were with the, the ruler tool. Yeah. There you go. Alright, good job. Um, okay, so that's going to end uh, your turn. Uh, Azizel, it is your turn. You see them running. Uh, oh, no, wait! My bad. The guy is on the ground on fire. He's dead. <laughs> Which one? The blue one? Uh, the the blue, blue one is dead. The other guy has a stab wound. He needs to roll a death save. I'm giving death saves to these guys. He fails. He fails one death save. Um, but he's still unconscious on the ground, bleeding out. All right, Az, it is your turn now. It's easy. But okay. <laughs> I'll just move near him and heal him. All right, you duck out of the rocks and you're going to heal this uh, gentleman on the ground with a dagger in his back. You remove the dagger and what do you cast? Uh, cure wounds. Cure wounds at what level? One. First level. All right, go ahead and roll the dice as you touch. Where do you touch him? <laughs> his heart. All right, you turn him around and touch his heart. Gotcha. Um, but I also remove one of my bindings. And, <laughs> and you and you do it I at the same time. Thing. Got it. A uh, nine uh, health back as he <gasps> comes back to life with his wound sealing. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anything else? No, I'll just move a bit here and to watch the scene. What's happening here, that's all. All right. Uh, next up, a Tiny Fairy. Tuna, it is your turn. Uh, now, you see them running away from you full speed as you pop out of the pocket. Are you going to let them run? What are you going to do? What do I do, Saggy? Do, do I let them run? Uh, do you want to do something? No. Then we'll just chill here. It's fine. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'll do nothing. All right, you'll do nothing. Okay, Tuna does nothing. It is the Kobold's turn. Um, they are going to once again run at full 60 sp uh, feet speed away from you guys into the forest. At this point, they would be considered outside of your combat range because you will not be able to see them. I will ask you this, since Syndra was maniacally killing them as they ran, um, are you going to chase them, or are you going to let the poor things go? Let the poor things go! You're going to let them go, okay? Yeah. Okay. Own will. You know, we all play D&D to satisfy our murderous needs. It is perfectly normal. <laughs> um, Alright. So... Uh, as there is a rock on fire uh, in the middle of the battlefield with this grossly smelling um, this grossly smelling smoke of that's just it just smells like you know when you're frying shit it smells like oil um, as that happens as that is the fire is burning and you see the kobolds in the distance <laughs> running away and a tuna pops back up in the pocket. Azizel moves forward to see if anybody needs help. Um, you see, walking outside, 
uh, of the mines as we are pulled out of combat. You see walking outside of the mines, George, the foreman, accompanied by a man at his side. And as they both sort of walk out and um, the guy is carrying a pickaxe, they just stare at everything and the dude drops the pickaxe and George just goes, Fucking top condition workplace. And that's where we're going to end the first episode of campaign one of Ida's. You did it. You survived. It looked pretty. It looked close for a minute, but you guys did it. I want to get my dagger back. Okay, let's say you go and grab your dagger back after you hop out of the smoke. Um, but good job, you guys did it. You survived the first day. Woo! Dang, I almost got gangbanged. Uh, no, 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 no. You were, you were fine. They're just kobolds. I was fine. They were, were just six surrounding me. <laughs> well, look. I'm fine. We knew that going into this, you guys had no tank. And I could have, uh, what I could have done in the first session was not scare you. But I decided that I would. So here we are. Thank you. Um, I, I got was, you. Was the bait. <laughs> um, all right, so guys, I'm gonna ask you uh, what your thoughts are. Did you enjoy it? How did you have fun? Did you like it? A lot. All right, that's that's nice. that's, that's that's good to know. I I know that uh, that nice was so fucking weird, Mizzy. <laughs> Looking I don't forward for the next Saturday. Wow. Thank you. What a very marketable sentence you just blurted out. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, this this was pretty much the introductory se session. So obviously not much was going to move. Um, but yeah, uh, that that throw, by the way, fish. And 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 Mizzy, that was pretty funny. That was that was going to be good. That yeah, was going to be sucked. Yeah, yeah. That was gonna be, but that was gonna be good. I like that. I like that spirit. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, before before we leave uh, and and we leave chat and we end the session, uh, I would like to remind you guys that this uh, episode will be uploaded on YouTube. You can find uh, the YouTube channel uh, on the chat. Uh, the link will be there. And uh, whenever we um, upload it on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the podcast platforms, we'll provide you the links for that as well. And you can find our links in the description of those shows, uh, hopefully as well. Uh, so this will be uploaded, uh, I hope, uh, on Monday, if everything goes well, it will. I will, in fact, upload it on uh, on Monday. I was just saying this for dramatic purpose, but we are no longer in session, so it doesn't matter. Um, and you guys can check it out uh, there if you missed any little bits. The VOD is also going to be available on twitch.tv slash unpopular underscore onion if you prefer to watch it on Twitch as a VOD as well. Um, yes, chat, everybody, all of you are on YouTube. Good job. Uh, congratulations. The clap for chat. They're on YouTube. They're on YouTube. You made it. You made it, chat. Congratulations, chat. You guys are great. Pet chat. Um, all right. But yeah, uh, other than that, 
uh, I believe we are done. Do not forget that the next episode will be streamed Saturday at 9.30 p.m. GMT plus one or 8.30 p.m. Western European time. We will be here once again with all of you guys um, enjoying enjoying this uh, fantastic world. Um, wow, I just patted myself on the back. Enjoying the world of Idas. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that is that is all. That's, that's all been said. Uh, my fellow uh, members of the cast, uh, if you would like to once again shout out your channels and what you do, please go ahead. Uh, starting with Trained Professional Fish, go ahead. Yes, I'm on Twitch. Thank you. Bye. Twitch.tv slash your mother is a fish. It's literally that. There's no spaces. It's weird. All right, next up, uh, Estero, do you wish to say anything? Twitter, Insta, whatever. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Tw uh, at VFX and the Matrix on Twitter, you'll find the remaining links there. Uh, Mizzy, please, your turn. Um, I'm Mizzy Peasy. I stream on Twitch.tv slash Mizzy Peasy. All right, Mizzy Peasy. That is M I Z Z I E, and then Peasy, P E A S Y. I'm spelling spelling champion. Um, and finally, Yay. which. Your turn. Go ahead. If you want me, if you want to see me suffering on League of Legends, you know where to find me. Twitch.tv/slash/witch_underscore_sama. Yay! Um. All right. Thank you guys so very much for watching, listening, um, eating while doing, while listening or watching or doing other stuff. We don't know what you guys are doing. Um, and thank you to the cast uh, for playing for Twitch chat. Their links are going to be. Uh, displayed now uh, in the chat as well so that you guys can click them and go ahead and follow we all once again would like to tell you that we appreciate you very much you're all pretty amazing uh, and have moderately sized wieners thank you True. and holy shit Chris okay thank you Chris for the sub I forgot to say that thank you now somebody is going to be on Google Podcast listening to thanks for the subs and going to be confused I didn't whatever. dodge it thank you thank you so much for that I really appreciate it um, I was so focused. Uh, yep, that's the appropriate reaction. And anyway, bye guys, and we'll see you next Saturday! Bye. Bye. Bye.